0: Okay, this is coming from the Gateway Pundit, and I've heard this from other uh, podcasts and different. I've read it in different publications, um, and it's a little too late. I mean, people are sounding the alarm on this, but it's kind of late in the ball game. It says the Biden regime is proposing amendments that was seed. Uh, U.S. sovereignty to corrupt who? WHO regarding national health care issues. All right. So, U.S. sovereignty regarding national health issues, health care issues, will go to the WHO, World Health Organization. Um, it says earlier this week, Michelle Bachman. Was on the war room with Steve Bannon um, and discussed the Biden administration's plan to hand over U.S. authority for healthcare decisions to the World Health Organization. I heard that, I heard about this last week. Um, I believe it was Pete Santilli that brought it out. I think that was the first person that I heard it from. And I didn't know how true it was, but you know it sounded like something the globalists would do um, but this is so late in the ball game um it, I, people are just now finding out about it, even the top conservative uh radio show hosts and public. Publishers are just now finding out about this and it's very late in the ballgame. But anyway, it says here um Shell Bachman was on the War Room discuss the Biden administration's plan to hand over U.S. authority for health care decisions to the World Health Organization. Shell Bachman explained the situation on the Biden. Uh I think she meant I think they meant to put Bannon War Room. Couple of days ago, um, Real America, Real America's Voice, tweeted out: "This is the biggest global power grab that we have seen in our lifetimes." All right, so I mean, handing over sovereignty to the WHO to make decisions. uh to to be able to have that authority over us as far as healthcare is concerned. Uh I, I mean it's game over. And and notice it's always about your health. They they this is leading up to them and planning you with a chip. Period. That's what this is all about. That's what 2020, the the pandemic, that's what that was about. That's what this whole thing is about. This is what it's all leading up to. They don't care about nothing else. I at this point, I believe everything that is happening is a distraction. I think uh the Ukraine situation is a distraction, even to a point the, the failing economy and everything else, as bad as that is, this is the big one. Handing over Complete total sovereignty authority over to the w h o that's it that's game over. If you can't be in charge of your body, you're a slave that's that's what a slave is a slave doesn't own themselves. A slave doesn't own themselves so while we're Looking at the Jan six com- um, committee, um, even to a point, the, um, the 2020 fraud, you know, with the ballots and everything else, this right here is creeping up. It says here, again, it's coming from the Gateway Pundit, it says on May the 22nd through the 28th, 2022, ultimate control over America's health care system and hence its national um, sovereignty will be delivered for a vote to the World Health Organization's governing legislative body, the World Health Assembly, WHA. To be clear, I want to make sure you understand and grasp what's happening here. On May 22nd, Through the 28th, that's how close we are, ultimate control over America's health care system and hence its national sovereignty will be delivered for a vote to the World Health Organization's governing legislative body, the World Health Assembly. We are screwed. Gates, Bill, Billy Gates, is already signaling that there's going to be another pandemic soon. You've been hearing all this talk about the bird flu. They're trying to work up another one, okay, because the last one, it succeeded and it failed at the same time. But I've always maintained uh, the thought and tried to push this thought to people that 2020 was just a test run. That wasn't the big deal. That wasn't the big shebang. That was a test run. They were collecting data. Um, they were trying to see how people would react. Okay? How many people would comply? How many people would rebel? They got their numbers. They got their figures. Now, even with the dropping of the mass mandates... Um, to travel, you can see how many people are still uh wearing the mask and how many people aren't. I got on a train this morning. More than half the train, half the people on the metro train were still wearing their damn mask. What does that tell you? It tells you that, yeah, it's a lot of a lot of people still don't get it. I personally don't know i i know i I get the feeling see this is the thing it's hard to gauge I've been trying to gauge where are people mentally with this are they done with this pandemic crap? are they aware are they awake but see, I live in a democratic area, so I don't know I don't know um it's hard to gauge when you live in the one of the most liberal towns in America. Um DC is is just Democrat through and through. Um let me see here. Let me get back to this article from the Gateway Pundit. It says this threat is contained in new amendments to the WHO's international health regulations proposed by the Biden administration that are scheduled as provisional agenda item 16.2 at the upcoming conference on May 22nd through the 28th. This amendment, the excuse me, these amendments will empower the WHO's director general to declare health emergencies or crises in any nation to do so unilaterally and against opposition of the target nation, the director general will be able to declare these health crises based merely on his personal opinion or consideration that there is a potential or possible threat to other nations based on his opinion. Ladies and gentlemen, if this happens, if this goes down, we are screwed. You hear me? Screwed. And I don't know, man. At that point, what do you do? I know people are going to fight back, but what do you do at that point? What do you do? Um, it's coming down to the wire. Um, the problem is that so many people are unaware that this thing is even happening. This is just now being reported on by conservative uh, media or alternative media. It's just now being reported on. I first heard about it last week. That I mean, so how long is it going to take for it to even hit mainstream media? You know, people love Tucker Carlson. Where where is he on this? Does it get any more important than this? Again. I knew that there was something happening in the background with all of Russia, 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 and everyone was talking about it, even, you know, even conservative media. And and I kept saying to myself, I said, no, 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 there's something that they got going on in the background. I remember right before the pandemic, remember all the talk was about Iran, Iran, Iran. I, I even did shows on it back then. That was back when, you know, I was leaning more liberal back. Back then, back in the day, before I completely woke up, woke up to um, the Democrats being the devils of the earth. Um, This is uh, the trick bag. This is what they snuck in throughout all these other controversies. This is what they were really working on. This handing over sovereignty to the World Health Organization. Your body will be under the complete control of the World Health Organization. Let that sink in. The most important thing in the world right now. Sent to the Marle Report with Victor J. Morrow. Via Maro twelve ninety and Free Press A R C, it's the Free Press against the ruling class. All right, coming back, um, I needed to take a quick break there. Um, back to the subject at hand, the most important subject there is. Um, again, the Gateway Pundit and many other, uh conservative publications are now um posting this story, but it's it's kind of late in the ball game as I was saying before the biden the biden regime is proposing amendments amendments that would cede u s sovereignty to the corrupt world health organization regarding national health care issues all right um we are in a lot of trouble because we saw what they did during the pandemic. And you can only imagine what they would do with another false flag, uh, you know, bio attack. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? And like I said before, All you have to do is keep in mind what they did with the pop shot. You know what I mean when I say pop shot? I'm talking about these shots, right? The shot in the arm, right? That they were trying to mandate, force everyone to get. Okay. Can you imagine a scenario where... Now they have these implantable devices these these devices that they can implant under your skin um the pentagon a pentagon official and damn it i need to keep i need to keep records of these things uh you know i work so i'm I'm always on the go um uh, but it was in Early 2021, a Pentagon official uh, did an interview on 60 Minutes, I believe it was. I believe it was 60 Minutes, where he was stating that they have this <clears throat> health monitor that they can put and plant in your skin and it can monitor your health. So this is all about health. Okay, everything else, although it remains important, it's not as important as protecting your body from these evil demons. Okay, they want, they don't, they're not just, the thing about it, trying to get this over to people, it's not just about them having complete, Control and dominance through money and power and influence. It's not just about that. It's about they want your body. Okay? That's what the smartphone is for, tracking your every movement. But that's not good enough. it never ends that's why you know i hear people with this argument saying well they've they've already got everyone's already got a smartphone so they can track you anyway but that's not good enough you don't understand okay these people never get enough power they want to be god they want to be god they belong to a scientology scientific uh, religion where science is their religion and it's pseudoscience it's their own version of science it's not real science it's their made-up religious version of science <clears throat> excuse me my voice is <clears throat> cracking up here take a drink of water they 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 don't man They don't care about real science. See, the science that they're talking about is their own made-up science. science. And that's what you don't understand. Not not you, per se, not the audience. I'm talking about the average, everyday Joe Schmoe, dumb-dumb, all right, that's worried about whether Tom Brady's going to retire from football or not. Okay. They don't understand this. They just think science is science. Science is cool, science is trendy. But what science are they talking about? They're talking about Satan. <laughs> Satan is their science. The dark um the the dark arts is what they're talking about. That's why they're talking about rights for Satanists. And this is going into the whole abortion thing, right? This whole abortion controversy. Uh, I believe it was a couple of months back, uh, the Satanic Temple uh, was protesting uh, for the rights for abortions because it, it goes along with their rituals. It's a part of their religion, religious rights, right? They They tied abortions with their religious rights um to sacrifice right sacrificial um sacrifices a part of the satanic temple so they said their argument was if you take away our right to abort children then you're taking away our religious freedom all right this is all tied in together and believe you me the people that are running these science uh people that are so called in charge of science today are Satanists. Believe you me. Uh so anyway, the the idea, the very idea that the World Health Organization is now gonna have sovereignty, um, complete control over your health care decisions is basically satan. <laughs> satan uh that's kind of like the last straw. You know, that's that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. You're we d- we all done for. Um Let me get back to this article here. Um I want to refresh or uh, rehash what I was talking about says this threat is contained in new amendments to the WHO's International Health Regulations proposed by the Biden administration that are scheduled as Provisional Agenda Item 16.2 at the upcoming conference on May 22nd through the 28th of 2022. These amendments will empower, empower the World Health Organization's Director General to declare health emergencies or crises in any nation to do so unilaterally and against the opposition of the target nation. The Director General will be able to declare these health crises based merely on his personal opinion or, or consideration that there is a potential or possible threat to other nations. What this means is at any moment, they can just say national health emergency. And they will be putting you in FEMA camps. If you do not comply, you will be thrown in a FEMA camp or even worse. You see what's happening in Shanghai. You see what's happening in Shanghai and in China. They have these people locked down. They cannot leave their houses. I beg you people, stop watching the damn NBA playoffs for a moment. Go research what's happening in, in Shanghai. Look at what's happening in Shanghai. They are locking these people in their homes, in their high rises. They are having to beg for food. Food is being rationed. And they're just now, I posted it on morrow1290.com, they are just now <clears throat> beginning to rebel against the government who have locked them down once again. But look at how brainwashed these people are. It took them this long. It took them seeing other people around them starve to death before they finally got to the point where they were going to break out of the quarantine. Now you see why they want censorship so bad, why censorship is is, is so important to the globalists because they don't want you to know that this is happening because if you knew that that was happening there you would say to yourself i'm not going to allow them to do that here it's all about intel and the military everything is about intel everyone loves the military movies of the guys you know the military men marching through the fields and and going to war all of that's fine and dandy <clears throat> but really the military is all about intel gathering information you're in the middle of a war and right now what they're trying to do is cut off your communication how do you communicate through the through the internet through social media that's that's how um that's what was developed for communication in the in in this day and age in this time right the main source of communication to the masses is through the internet so censorship is very important because it cuts off your communication it cuts off your comms you're not able to relay messages that are necessary to one another and the Global elites remain one leg up. Ten steps ahead, really, to be honest with you. Because not only are they dictating what's going to happen next, as Rahm Emanuel once said, never let a good crisis go to waste. So they create the crisis, problem, reaction, solution. Like David Icke said, problem, reaction, solution. They create the problem, you react to it, and then the same people that created the problem come to you with the solution. The problem is is that you don't know who created the problem. Not you, the audience, not my audience, but the regular everyday Joe Schmo doesn't know. So they're running to the same people that created the problem for the solution. You're running to Fauci. (laughs) Imagine, you're running to Fauci to find out how to cope with the pandemic. Get out of here. I mean, if they knew that Dr. Peter Dasick admitted, admittedly, helped manipulate this virus, and that there were bats all through that Wuhan lab, if they knew that, they would not. Not only would they not be going to them for advice on how to deal with the pandemic, they would be saying, "Lock these people up." There would be an outcry in the streets. Why is there no outcry? Because half of America is still stuck on stupid. And the people that do know what's going on are being silenced, demonized, locked up in some cases. You know, they've been arrested in certain cases. This is a complete power grab. I'm sorry, I went off. Um, back to this topic here. It says um if passed, again, they they're handing over sovereignty to the um World Health Organization. It says if passed, the Biden administration the Biden administration's proposed amendments will be their very existence and their intention um drastically compromise um yeah yeah I'm sorry it says the amendments will by their very existence and their intention drastically compromise the independence and the sovereignty of the United States yeah cuz that'd be it the, I mean that would be all she wrote at that moment um and that's what I'm trying to say is that a lot of people I remember hearing rumors from certain conservative conservatives that Biden when he was going to get in office he was going to hand over everything to China. And I was saying to myself I was like no, it looks like he's going to hand it over to the UN. The United Nations and of course the the um World Health Organization. And um I had that in the back of my mind but then as time went on I kind of Got distracted myself with everything else that's going on, with the food shortages. and. Um, but now here we are. It says here, the same threat looms over all the UNs. Here we go. With the United Nations, 193 member nations, all of whom belong to the World Health Organization and represent 99.44% of the world population. Um says here, these regulations are binding are a binding instrument of international law entered into force on fifth on the fifteenth of june two thousand and seven. Says uh UN members uh UN member states can be required by law to obey or acquiesce to them. So there we go. Um, Nothing more important than this. There's nothing more important than this. Yes, it's fun to talk about poopy pants Biden. Yes, it's fun to talk about how stupid Tars are. But in that fun, just understand why you're having that fun on social media cracking on them. Just remember we have a real situation here. The pandemic isn't over. And they're telling you. You got to listen to what they're saying and read between the lines. It's not over. It's not over. And believe you me, I have been saying this. I can feel it in my gut. I know. Is coming. I hope I'm wrong. But I'm going to tell you the truth. I cannot see. I cannot see the 2022. And I'm trying to be careful what I say here. I cannot see the 2022 midterms. Going down. Without. Um, let me choose my words wisely here. Without fireworks. <laughs> okay. And I know you I know my audience is smart enough to understand, right? More than likely, especially if you're listening to the invalid truth. Now that invalid truth audience knows what time it is. Um uh, I cannot see the 2022 midterms going down <laughs> without a bang. You hear me? Something big is coming. Uh, the the controversy with the abortion rights and the Democrats telling them to go protest at the uh, just Supreme Court justices' homes and all of that. You know they're going to have Antifa and BLM and all the rest of them. Um, if you haven't heard, I I did a um I did some commentary on Black Lives Matter earlier this week. Um, I'll post it here when I go off um when when I in this segment and you can listen to what I had to say um on on the rest of the moral report. So what I'm gonna start doing, by the way, is I'm gonna start combining the invalid truth with uh the moral report. OK, so it's going to be in a twine. Um, so all the news talk stuff is going to be on the Mar report. But I'm going to come. But at some point throughout the week, what I'll do is I'll combine. I'll combine the two so that um, the invalid truth listeners will get. All of it. OK. Um, just trying to figure things out, man, because, you know, working and, you know, schedules is crazy. But uh, anyways, um, with that being said, man, uh, I believe that somewhere around September of this year, we're going to see things turn up. I'm trying to use my words carefully, but understand that Antifa still there, BLM is still there, and George Soros still has these people on the payroll. They're gonna kick up dust. There's no way in hell they're just gonna allow the 2022 midterm elections to go down, knowing that they're gonna get destroyed in the polls. No way. They're not gonna give power back over. That's not to say the Republicans are good. No, they're not. Deep state rhinos. But the at the at the um very least, I expect fireworks from September going through October to the midterm elections all types of false flags it could be anything it could they could use the race card again they could they could have crisis actors pretending like there was some kind of a uh, you know hanging you know, I'm trying to use my words carefully. But, I mean, you know, anything can happen like that, you know, at any moment. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but it's going to be a rough ride. Okay? Uh, but anyway, um, check out the report from the Gateway Pundit, um, Steve Bannon, had Michelle Bachman on, on the war room. Um, it's starting to circulate now throughout conservative uh, and alternative media that the World Health Organization will, it seems like, I don't know, I don't know what's going to happen, whether this is going to go through or not, but um, the Biden regime is planning on ha- handing over complete authority, the sovereignty of the United States as far as healthcare issues are concerned, over to the World Health Organization. This is the most important subject, topic, talking point, whatever you want to call it. There's nothing more important than this story right now. Okay, in case you missed the moral report earlier this week, Here's a replay. I was going after the bank accounts of independent media. Yeah, man. Uh, this is coming from tabbysubstack.com. I think it's Tabby T A I B B I, substack.com. Says here, PayPal seizing bank accounts of independent media. In the last week or so, the online payment platform PayPal, without explanation, suspended the accounts of a series of individual journalists and media outlets, including the well-known alt sites um, Consortium News and Mint Press. Each received a variation of the following message. Unlike many on the list, uh, says here, Consortium editor Joe Lauria succeeded in reaching a human being at the company in search of details about um, the frozen or held funds referenced in the note. It says the PayPal rep told him that if the company decided there was a violation after a year excuse me, after a half year review period, then it is possible PayPal would keep the nine thousand plus uh remaining in concert um <laughs> I don't even know if I'm saying it right. Keep it in their um uh, keep it in their in their account as damages. Says uh quote, this is from um Lauria says a secretive process in which they could award themselves damages, not by a judge or jury, <laughs> totally in secret. Man, this is um. Uh, it says he was uh. It says consortium, founded founded by the late investigative reporter Robert Perry has been critical of NATO and the Pentagon and a consistent source of skeptical reporting about Russia gate <laughs> as well as one of the uh, excuse me one of a one of just a few outlets to regularly uh cover the Julian Assange case with any sympathy for the accused so um there you go. You know, as we saw with uh, Canada, I've I've said this before, and I'll say it again. You have to understand. Um, one of the biggest problems with America is U.S. citizens often fail to pay attention to what's going on in the world. You need to watch world news. What happened in Canada? With the the trucker convoy with um Trudeau and uh what was it? Um not pay not just PayPal, but it was uh GoFundMe. Okay, shutting down donations and keeping the money, by the way. By the way, right? That, look. That's coming here to America. Now, you see what PayPal is doing. Do you hear this in the the news? Do you hear this in the mainstream media? No. You don't hear this in the mainstream media. Of course not. At some point, this is why they want everything to go digital, right? At some point, they're just going to start wiping... Bank accounts, man. You spoke about something or your neighbor reported you to us and stated that you support, let's say, Russia, right? Okay, so now we're taking away your funds. We have the right to do that. At some point, we're going to get... That's where we're heading. This is why they want everything digital, and we're too late. We're too. We're too far gone. We're too. We've pretty much become a cashless society to a certain degree. We've we've become uh, we've become dependent on 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 everything being digitalized, right? And at some point, you know, because the more power they grab, the, the more power they're able to seize, they're just going to say, look, um, your Twitter account is being monitored. We saw what you were tweeting. And not just Twitter, it could be Getter, it could be Telegram, it could be whatever, Gab we we've been looking at what you, your conversations on social media and we determine that you are a threat to national security and we seize your account that sounds crazy right you have to remember we're just in the beginning stages you have to think you give them an inch they're going to take the mile We're just in the beginning stages, man. And I'm telling you, by 2025, you won't know what country you're living in. Welcome to the new normal, ladies and gentlemen. Things will never go back to the way it was. just um, coming from the Daily Caller, California may deploy water cops to crack down on residents ignoring Newsom's conservation plea. Valley Water Board in Santa Clara County California, right, proposed the creation of an enforcement program to find those who waste water, according to a Wednesday statement. Says here, quote, to help us achieve our goal for the first time in our history, Valley Water is considering adoption of an enforcement program that could find those who waste water, said Valley Water Board Chair Pro. Uh, Tim John L. Varela. I think that's how you say his name, Varela. In the press release, that's what he said. says here, quote, We do not take this lightly, but we want everyone to know that we are in a very serious drought emergency, and we must all take immediate action to protect what little water we have. Now, Problem, reaction, solution. I, like I said before, they are they are creating every single one of these crises that you're seeing, water, food, and everything else. It's on purpose. It's all on purpose. It's all about design. Nothing is accidental nor coincidental. Um, this is the Great Reset. This is what you're living through, and it's going to get worse now. Thing is, you must understand that in order for you to, for for the elite, I should say, in order for the elite to achieve their goals, okay, they must cripple all nations. In order for them to come under the United Nations and the dictatorship of the United Nations, NATO, and everything else, They don't want a United States. They want a United Nations. They want a global governance, right, a world governance. So the attack on the supply chain, food chain, uh, these food plants that are being um, destroyed, this is all done to collapse society, right? Right. So you're going to start seeing things like this, what you're seeing in California with these water cops that, that go around and find people uh, if they determine that they're wasting water. Now, I'm not all about, I'm not in favor of people wasting water, <clears throat> but that's not the point. They create the problem, the people react to it, and the same people that created the problem come with the solution. That's the game that they play. That's the, the They're creating a food shortage on purpose so that they can bring in um their their i guess you can say their <laughs> what what do you want to call them their uh, food monitors their food police right um because at the end of the day they want you to eat bugs right they want you to they want you to eat uh genetically engineered food you know they want you to eat beyond meat. They don't want you eating real food. Right? They want to replace real food with this with this crap that Bill Gates got going on. It's beyond meat and plant-based crap but that's not really plant-based. This is this is what they're doing. It's by design, it's on purpose. And and their excuse for it is, is that the world is overpopulated. It's too many people. There's not enough uh food to go around. Meanwhile, Bill Gates is buying up farmland. Now, I know I'm going off topic, but this is all this is all related in a way in a roundabout way because again, these this is just a test run this water police that they're talking about having in California. These are just the beginnings of sorrows. They, they this is a test run. Okay? they throw these ideas out there to see how people will react to it. They collect the data, they see what people are saying, and they see if people will go along with it. And then when they get, they feel like they've got the green light, that's when they go ahead and enforce their draconian laws on and their mandates. All right? So if you're living in a liberal or a state that's Ran by Democrats, more than likely. You know you're gonna start seeing some draconian measures really being put into place. I would say by early 2023, they are moving full speed ahead. You gotta remember, it's Agenda 2030. We are in 2022. Okay, they they want this to be in place. They they want this country fully uh, destroyed or collapsed let's say and and they don't want they don't want the United States to remain uh, a a dominant superpower where the people have a say in anything no they want it underneath they want the United States to come underneath the, the power and the control of the UN completely and some people may argue and say, "Well, it already is to a certain extent, yes, but then no, at the same time, why because you still have something called a uh, right to bear arms, and people will fight back if if pushed if pushed in that direction that's why they if you notice they the globalists with their mainstream media they'll talk big, but then they'll uh they'll they'll push to a certain point but then they'll ease off why because they don't really want the people to completely uh revolt they don't want a complete revolt what they want is they want to push as much of their agenda uh impose as much as of their agenda as as they possibly can without a complete but without people going into complete uh, rebellion. All right? So they have to maintain this narrative that they're doing these things for our own good. So they come speaking peaceably. No, we're doing it to save humanity. We're, we're doing it to save Mother Earth. Right? I honestly believe, I'm going to tell you my honest opinion, right? I believe by the year... If this is 2022, I believe by 2025, we will be seeing, um, I I believe we'll be seeing, uh, what what do you call them? I guess you can say they're uh, climate police throughout the world. And it it will be here in the United States as well. I can't see us... I can't see us going into like 2027 without without there being some kind of major climate uh disaster that will trigger the climate police. I just can't see it. I can't see it. Not when they've got to the point where they will they will openly tell you what their goals are. There used to be a time when they were hiding, right? They are openly telling you, "You're gonna own nothing, and you're gonna love it." It's not just Klaus Schwab that's saying it. Everyone loves to talk about Klaus Schwab. It's not just him. All of these globalists, from Bill Gates to to Schwab himself, they they're all saying the same thing. They're all lockstep on one accord. The mainstream media media. Uh, Mainstream media uh, minions is what I meant to say. They're all on board with this. The so-called deep state, they're all on board with this. They're not hiding it anymore. They feel like they've got the public dumbed down to the point where they will go along with it. All right? And they feel like the people that are awake as long as they can cut off your voice, they don't have to worry about you. You can just be looked at as the crazy uh, prepper, right? Oh, look at this guy. He's stocking up food. He's crazy. He's nuts, you know? He he must be one of these uh, QAnon guys. That's what they'll do with you, right? I believe that at least... By 2025, and I really uh, expect it to be a lot sooner, we will have <laughs> water police, food police, all right, climate police. I guarantee you they're going to open up a police unit, police force for all three of those things. Why? Agenda 2030 you will own nothing and you will love it. You will eat bugs, you will eat bugs, OK? You will learn to eat bugs, and you will love it. Period: Water will be rationed, just like uh, what's happening in Shanghai. OK, where these people are stuck in their high-rises having to beg for food. That's where they want you. If you want to know what the future of this country look like unless people wake up real fast. Look at Shanghai. Look at what's happening in Shanghai and and that's where they want the United States of America to be, just like China. Even closer to a cashless society, completely cashless. Um this wasn't I didn't see this anywhere in many publications, but this is um from my own website here. Fenway Park goes cashless. Globalist agenda on display it says here yet another conspiracy theory is proven to be true after years of speculation and rumors of the secret cabal crashing economies to bring them to bring about excuse me a cashless society we see the first sign of this becoming a rea- reality here in the united states it says in april one of america's most beloved baseball parks fenway park in boston announced that fans would no longer be able to pay with cash at any ballparks concession stands. People are are reacting to it on social media. They're a little bit pissed off about it. They might as well get used to it because, again, these are just the beginnings of sorrows. They are just in test mode. They're in beta mode. So they start with, you know, ballparks, Fenway Park, one of the most beloved ballparks in all of baseball. You start there. See, this is how they introduce you to this new normal. They get you used to it. They don't just do it all at once. They get you used to it. They work you into it. Next thing you know, every everywhere you go, is going to be completely cashless. All right? Uh, this one person writes on, on Twitter, Cash is Fenway Park. How lame. Why does society allow this to be the norm? Well, that's a good question. It's because people are stupid. People are idiots. People think it's cool and trendy to not use cash. It's convenient. It's safe. That's why they like the whole idea of contactless transition. transactions. excuse me. You know, I see it even in the metro here in D.C. Every, they got all these boards up, these signs up that says contactless this, contactless that. They don't want human beings interacting with each other. Why? Because that takes away the, um, I guess, the empathy that you would have for your fellow man. All right? It says, why does everyone... Hate cash again. People are pissed off on social media. Says, uh, they wanted restaurants, they, excuse me, they watched restaurants go through the migration and it will also speed up service for fans. Lies, such lies. What migration? We all love cash. This will be pure agony, yeah, man. They, you know, this person. Understands it, but there's, you know, unfortunately, you know, people like uh this guy here, Michael Moxley, um, and myself, we're like dinosaurs. People that can actually think for themselves independently, that like has an independent mindset and can actually think, we're dinosaurs. We're dying out. CBS Boston. Says here, um, Attorney General Mara Healy says her office is taking a closer look at the switch and payment methods. Says here, quote, "I know it's a problem because not everybody has moved to plastic. Now Fenway's got a system that they're putting cash card putting cash on cards, but the question is whether that really is a um, equitable." Uh, and fair to people, Healy said. Um, So anyway, it's just another test run, beta run, see how people will react. Um, This is how the deep state operates. Everything's a test. We are in beta mode. I said it from the beginning of the pandemic. This is not it. Everyone was running around, oh, my God, the world's going to come down. I said, no, it's not coming to an end. You're in beta. (laughs) They're just testing. Agenda 21 turned into Agenda 2030. They were just testing to see how people would react. And the pandemic served multiple, um, there were multiple goals that they reached. They were able to cripple the middle class, demonize the, uh, I guess you can say the conservatives, right? Oh, January the sixth, you know, paint everyone that's uh against their agenda as an insurrectionist. You know, didn't the FBI uh state that parents that go in protest or listen in at the school boards are deemed A threat. You see what you see what they've been able to accomplish through all this. So you want me to talk about Elon Musk? The hell with Elon Musk. The hell with Twitter. What does that mean? I see conservatives running around talking. You know they're they're clapping and cheering. Yeah, we got Elon Musk. He's gonna save us. while they're destroying food plants. Openly telling you, we're creating a system where unless you uh, obey your higher-ups, because they see themselves as your gods and your higher-ups, your superiors, unless you obey us, you won't be able to buy or sell. And everything's going to go fully digital. And the moment, just like in China, you know, you have the social credit score system. And they're openly talking about bringing that here to America. Some multiple publications. And they're talking about how it's a good thing and how wonderful it is. Just like in China. If you say the wrong thing about the government, you will be disappeared or they will just completely cut your funds. So welcome to the new normal. I'm going to report on this just in case uh, you may have missed it. This is uh, an article from April 28th of this year uh, from the Washington Examiner. Indiana Attorney General Files Lawsuit Against Black Lives Matter. It says Indiana Attorney General Todd Rakita filed a lawsuit this week against National Black Lives Matter Charity for failing to fork over information about its finances. The lawsuit is part of an investigation Okita launched against Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation in February that is seeking to determine whether whether the embattled charity violated Indiana state law by deceiving donors and misapplying its assets. Says here, quote: "Protecting Indiana consumers from this house of cars is critical," Rakita said in a statement Thursday. Uh, "There are concerning patterns of behavior from this organization, and we will do what it takes, including this lawsuit, to get to the bottom of it." Says, uh, says the foundation claimed to have raised ninety million in twenty twenty in the aftermath of George Floyd, Floyd's killing but the charity has yet to file an IRS Form 990 disclosing what it did with the funds. Now, it's been all this controversy about the $6 million house. Patrice Cullors, one of the founding members of Black Lives Matter has, um, you know, she's been called out and criticized for buying homes and putting up walls or fencing around her homes and and she actually retired after being called out uh matter of fact, there's another group um forget what it's called black i think it's called b l m ten x or something like that and it's an anti black lives matter group and that's because of the uh the fraud that has gone on with black lives matter they they weren't giving no money to the to these uh, to the families of these victims or whatever, whether you want to call some of these people victims is up to you. However, um, a lot of people have woken up. And they, they, you know, they figured out that this is nothing but another fraud, another nothing but another George Soros front group, just like Antifa. Um, they were mainly designed to. Start riots, just like Antifa, foot soldiers for the deep state, and a lot of people are finding out, you know, or they discovered that this is a um, just that a deep state front group. Okay, just another deep state front front group, and uh, a lot of people are regretting, from what I see. A lot of people are regretting that they even got involved with Black Lives Matter. However, you're not going to see that on mainstream media at all. Um, I'm pretty sure that this coming um, midterms, they will try to start another race war. There'll be some some probably some kind of stage event. Okay. And they're gonna do their best to to roll out Black Lives Matter and and Antifa. Um, the dumb Dumbs will still fall for it, but I think a lot of people have, a lot of people are waking up. There's a lot of stupid people, but a lot of a lot of people are waking up at the same time. So it's you know, take the good with the bad. Um, says here. Let's get back to the article. It says the charity was exposed in early April for trying to conceal its cash purchase of a six million dollar Los Angeles mansion with donor funds in October of 2020, which a watchdog group alleged could be a violation of IRS charity laws. The Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation has also yet to announce publicly who has been in charge of the charity since its co-founder, Patrice Cullors, resigned in May of 2021 amid the purchase. Look, she served her, her purpose, all right? She's openly admitted that BLM is a Marxist group. The founders of BLM are openly Marxist, and they want to destroy the nuclear black family. So, um, there you have it, man. There you have it. Black Lives Matter means that black lives don't matter. They want to destroy the nuclear, the black nuclear family. And, you know, that's already happened anyway. The globalists have already destroyed the black community, pumping drugs into the neighborhood, um, putting up these these, uh, drug dealer rappers, brag about selling drugs and making that the trend and, you know, they've set up the welfare state to to take the the father out the home. They've already destroyed the black community as it is. Uh, So Black Lives Matter is here, you know, to to keep that that, uh, system in place, all right? So anyways, um, a lot of people are waking up to them. Let me see if there's more to this article here. Um, it says here, however, the group did disclose in filings to California and New Mexico in February that Bill and Hillary Clinton insider uh, Minion, Minion Moore and the law firm run by Democratic lawyer Mark Elias had taken up key roles with the charity. Yeah, so there you go now you you link Black Lives Matter back to the Clintons. Of course. Of course. Why not? Are we surprised? No. And in February the foundation shut off its ability to raise funds amid legal threats from California and Washington over its lack of financial and operational transparency. Yeah man. So all of that protesting, all of those donations. <laughs> where did it go? Where did the money go? Is anybody asking? You know how much money was I I can't even remember the exact dollar amount. Do 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 you know how much money was raised? Especially for um George Floyd. Brianna Taylor, but especially for George Floyd, during the George Floyd, do you know how much money was raised? Where is that money going? Tell you where it's going. It's going to the Clintons. <laughs> it's going to the Clintons and the DNC. Yeah, man. The deep state continues to roll out these fraudulent, front groups and people continue to put themselves in a trick bag they play on your emotions they get you all worked up and upset this is what they do this is what they do and I'm very interested and I just want to say this right quick I'm interested to see Because I know what they're going to do. I know what the deep state is going to do. I could tell just from this abortion uh, rights uh, debacle. I can tell that they are prepping for the midterms. Okay, I, I expect holy hell to be unleashed around September, early October before the midterms because they know that they're about to get absolutely destroyed and they're going to have to cheat like they've never cheated before. And I don't even get into elections and all. I don't even care about it. Because most of these Republicans are nothing but deep state operative operatives anyway. However, their feet is, are held to the fire by the conservative base more than the Democrats are. In other words, the Democrats can get away with a lot more because their base, the liberal base, is just absolutely stupid, dumb, uninformed. You know, everything is about emotions and feelings with them, so they don't they don't have a clue. So even if you have deep state puppets, um, rhinos is still one step up from having a, a damn Democrat in there because they're not held accountable for nothing, not by the liberal base or the mainstream media. So they can get away with a whole lot with a Democrat in office. So I expect BLM, whatever's left of it, I don't think they're going to get. I don't think they're going to get the support that they got before. Nowhere near it. But I expect BLM and Antifa to act. I mean, to just completely act up and try to start as much uh, chaos as they possibly can around September and October. It's gonna get nasty. If I'm wrong on this, I will be shocked. All you have to do is look at what's going on with the um abortion rights mess. They already they already have this in place. And it's just May.